Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Everybody, make sure you log on to all your socials and get hashtag Brother Humper popping and trending right now because Julia just got exposed. You're watching Almost Family After Show. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Almost Family After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. We have so much to get into. I'm so excited for this episode because I was waiting for Julia and her brother and this whole big thing to come out. I am your host, Brianna Cheyenne. Here we have Master of Mystery, Bethany here. You're here with us. We missed you last week. I had no voice. Sorry, I couldn't join. I also had like 100 degrees. She's, she's back and she's better. But yes, even better. I have a little witch's hackle for you guys this October night. We like it though. It's spooky yeah. season. It, it, it fits. It's keeping it spooky in here. <laughs> then Emily Osmond's mm-hmm. must be her long lost sister because oh, <laughs> Jessica Lucero is in the building. What's up, guys? I love that. Maybe I am her long lost sister. We're still gonna get her on one of these episodes. <laughs> yes, we should. I and love then her. Princess has a whole lot of ladies in her family so she can relate to almost family pretty well right i know yeah i'm coming from a long line of three girls and one boy like it's like three generations of that outnumbered all the the sisters and cousins (laughs) i got them all did you do his makeup growing up no, no, he wouldn't let me do that. You had that. plenty of other people to practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he stayed away. Willing. He kept his distance. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. That, he's a smart guy. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, Julia got outed. Edie, she learns the truth about Leon. So we're going to see how their relationship Ooh. starts out. And then also, Roxy finds a path of her own. Yeah. So we have that. We have our special segment, DNA Dominoes. And then we have some news and gossip mm-hmm. and then predictions. Whew, that's a mouthful. But <laughs> I need overall thoughts. What do you ladies think of tonight's episode? So tonight's episode, I felt like there were a couple of uh, dominant themes going on. And I was really glad that they addressed them. There, One being that um, Roxy really helped when the nanny's daughter was being left out. And like you said, she was kind of finding her own path, which I really liked. And Julia also addressed cyberbullying in this episode mm. when she came out with her brother. <laughs> that whole issue. So I thought that was really cool that they kind of brought up these really big issues. Yeah. What about you guys? I am such a Roxy fan. I have really? been a Roxy fan since day one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like she is a little sister, and I also feel like she's the only one who's honest that, hey, I'm I'm struggling and I need help, and she mm-hmm. doesn't try to put this mask on. Mm-hmm. So I'm a Roxy fan, and I'm happy to see she uh, is finding her own way. Okay. <laughs> what do you think about I that? also really love Roxy. She's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. She just brings a really great... <laughs> Uh, comedy relief. Mm, you know, okay. it's such a heavy topic we're really talking about, but mm. I mean, everything that comes out of her mouth is so funny. And I 
feel very sad for her with her relationship with her parents. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was really cool to watch her mentor someone else. Right. And mm-hmm. Yes. You know, huge. I think sometimes when people are stuck in these kind of like self-destructive patterns or they've had a, a life where they've always had the camera on them and it's all about them, sometimes mm-hmm. it's not as natural for them to think, how can I give back or how can I benefit someone else? And she just immediately saw it. I love that she stick, stuck up for the little girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that she put those little bullies in their place. Yes, <laughs> She's just like yeah. Maria to us. So <clears throat> taking taking us under her yeah. wing. <laughs> so. That's cute. That's true. Um, I I think it's interesting that you guys really love Roxy so much. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm, it's not that I'm not a fan. It's just that I'm still kind of rubbed the wrong way from the first two episodes because right. she came off as really desperate and annoying to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And I was questioning her motives as to why she wanted to be so involved in the family aspect and the drama of it. Mm-hmm. But now I do... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline see her in a different light because she has started taking on this girl as a mentor so I like to see her mature as a character yeah do you think seeing her how like awful her parents are though does that make you a little bit more like yeah I get it she wants a different life yeah seeing scenes with her parents makes me say oh yeah I see why she's like this Mm -hmm. and then once I trail off and forget about I'm like oh my god I can't I can't deal with another (laughs) Roxy scene but what I wrote down is that she's just really misunderstood because Mm -hmm. I felt the way you felt in that first episode I went back and forth with She's kind of annoying. Okay, but I kind of like her. She's mm-hmm. kind of funny. But more than anything, I, I think Misunderstood really represents who she is, at least for the probably first half of this season, um, when she has those those annoying characteristics and she just wants that family so bad. But now she's finally, you see her moment of to shine kind of and help mm-hmm. out this this younger girl who kind of reminds her of herself. So I think that part is like is really cool to see her finally mm-hmm. showing a different side of herself. And even yeah. her reaching out to Julia, like you're gonna need me. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. definitely I liked that. she's this, growing yeah. this episode, mm-hmm. getting yeah. her mind off herself a little bit. Right. Yeah, she seems like the I mean she is the little sister and I kinda look at her that way, even though she's clearly an adult Mm -hmm. I see a lot of her antics as similar to what you would see in a teenager she's just stuck there so I she can be annoying but I'm not rubbed the wrong way because she's just she's she's young she's a kid Um, I wonder how old she's supposed to be I think she's a grown though she's an adult yes she's an adult very grown um so we might as well just stick on the topic of Roxy since we already dove so deep I want to know what did you guys think about because I know we already don't really care for her parents. But when it comes on to the business aspect of their relationship, what do you guys think about it? Do you think that she should continue to stick out the responsibilities she has for them? Or oh. how do you guys think she should go about you it? You know, that contract thing, I'm kind of curious how that was supposed to go down. Because 
as an adult, I would think that she's not signing off on, or they can't sign off on her behalf. So I'm kind of curious, like, how is it that you can tell the artist or the talent what they're going to do? I've never seen that before. Mm -hmm. So, and then early in the season, I, I thought that she talked about her putting the roof over their head. So mm-hmm. I'm still a little confused at what's the actual business dynamic mm-hmm. here because I feel like uh, it, it, legally I would think that she's the boss and they would they would remember that or I don't know if it's just a power dynamic. I'm just a little confused. Yeah, that's exactly I was thinking what I was the same thinking. thing. Yeah. I was like, let me see this contract because mm-hmm. really what's <laughs> going on is you're a momager. That's been yeah. kind of abusing your child. Yeah. Financially <laughs> and emotionally. Yeah, so she would have had to have I known. think you should get a job, Mom. Right. And that, <laughs> that's not what I think. <laughs> get a job, Diane. Yeah. <laughs> Back to that. She would have had to have known that she signed off on this, though, and she just seemed so surprised to me. That's what makes me think that she didn't sign off on it. Mm. I think that her parents probably put her up for it without getting her consent but again she's an adult mm-hmm. how does that i'm not a lawyer yeah. i don't know how this holds up <laughs> but Edie, I'm just we con- need your help yeah. <laughs> i'm just confused yeah. so yeah i think it's also the fact that they took advantage of her mental state because we all know she has a drug addiction and i think there was probably a dark time where they took advantage of knowing that and they said we will have full control over you and your career and your finances for X amount of years, mm-hmm. or as long as you are relevant, we are going to be the runners of your life. I think she probably has one of those contracts, and they saw that it was something worth cashing out on because mm-hmm. she is very unpredictable. And yeah. we saw that in the scene when she went to the house to get up. Uh, the dog back, mm-hmm. Mitch Gaylord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who is her real baby. Who is her real really baby. Was. Oh, my gosh. What makes that whole thing so sad, though, is that if, if her parents were sort of like this momager role, it wouldn't be so terrible. You see the way Kris Jenner has helped mm-hmm. her family really build this entire empire. And she, I think, seems to be someone who is um, sort of looking out for them. But these parents are really just looking out for themselves and that's what mm-hmm. makes it so terrible. It's so spiteful. Poor Roxy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Roxy's over here basically giving them a place to live and they're not even thankful for it. So, But there's like so much, and that is the best comparison, but we also have to consider like the dynamic. Chris Jenner didn't hire a fertility endocrinologist <laughs> to get pregnant so that she could raise a child to specifically support her. Right. <laughs> like her was that kids had aspirations. Like, did, did that come out? I, mean, I may have missed I it. I think but so. But did that come out? You think so? I don't know. I thought they no, genuinely they wanted know. to they have a child. They said that. They, they said that um, they didn't know, but there were suspicions. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. I think, yeah, they, I think they just wanted to have a child, right? I think. Yes. <laughs> we have to go back to the notes, but I mean... I don't know. I mean, how would they have known that she would become a silver medalist? Yeah. Like, I don't know if they intended to do that, but it's just, it's a strange dynamic to want a child that badly and then treat that child the way they treat her. That's true. They don't treat her with any, like, like they're lucky for her. Love, compassion. Like, there's Mm -hmm. not, she's a paycheck to them. Uh huh. Like, it's, like, some Macaulay Culkin stuff. But yeah, kind of, like, with a Tanya Harding twist. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's dark. It's weird. It's That's a great comparison. I never looked at it as, like, a Macaulay Culkin thing before. Yeah. That's very fitting. 
Ooh, that got heavy really fast. <laughs> Can we liven it up? We with need some co- Roxy to do with the Roxy. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how things carry out. She seems like a dynamic character, so I'm sure there are going to be some changes within the story. But let's liven things up real quick with a quick message for our listeners. Absolutely. So, guys, before we move on to our next topic, we just want to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. And for us to cook continue to grow we could really use you guys' help so if you're on youtube right now please give us that thumbs up button and subscribe and if you're on itunes please give us a five star rating but no matter where you are leave us a comment and join us in the conversation being a part of after buzz tv has meant so much to the four of us and we truly appreciate you guys' support please don't forget to tell your friends tell your family tell everybody to tune in and join us in the live chat we definitely read it yes guys Mm -hmm. join us in the live chat we're monitoring that so it'll be a lot of fun if you guys tune in and chat it up with us because I have a question for you though before we move on to another topic so one thing that I noticed about Roxy is that um she's kind so she comes into Julia's life very quick kind of abrupt and she wants to have this great relationship with Dr. Beckley Mm -hmm. then she meets tall guy who's Isaac who's been in Julia's life for some time now and she's immediately finding ways to kind of attach herself to him. So do you think there's anything there with her kind of copying Julia in a sense or wanting someone to, mm. to be like since she was an only child growing That's up? Insightful. I didn't really think of it like that. I thought it was just her seeing an attractive guy right? and wanting him. Could well, definitely yeah. do that. He's kind of like the mini Dr. Beckley. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Interesting. Like he's his mm-hmm. protege and she's very enamored with him That's, just mm-hmm. for his mind and how successful he is and what he's created so I'm not saying she has a crush on her dad but that's a daddy issue type of thing though he's kind of like his little mini me his protege so maybe she has a I could I she's drawn in that. that regard. I don't know. She didn't know who he was. Mm. She just saw him as tall guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I yeah. think she's just going off of the attraction factor. I think and so we haven't too. seen. I don't think Julia has been honest about her her feelings for Isaac, and I think yeah. we're going to get to that later. Yeah. But mm. <laughs> I, I don't think she's been honest about it, but mm-hmm. not honest enough to the point where Roxy would see that and think, oh, I want to be like Julia. I think it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, yeah, I saw point. a hot guy. I don't know who he is, but I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Let me stalk him. Well, we know that Julia is attracted to her brother. <laughs> she's officially a brother <laughs> humper. Brother humper. I'm a brother humper. And You're a brother humper. <laughs> <laughs> the hashtag. It's oh literally gosh. the Makes most painful cringe. thing to think about is going viral. Repulsive. Not, so you just had to deal <clears throat> with this huge scandal with your dad. And then he's charged with sexual assault. And now you're going viral for having sex with your brother. Yeah. And he's married, so now you're a homewrecker. Right. And this Sam guy is over here playing the pity me card. And I'm like, okay, first off, Mm -hmm. you're the the one that's married. She didn't know that you were married, one. And she didn't know you were her brother. Obviously, she wouldn't have done that. And she's pretty much admitted to that. Yeah. For cheating on your wife. You poor thing. (laughs) You poor thing. And getting fired later for it. I felt a type of way about that, though. I don't know if I feel like getting fired is worth I I just have a hard time understanding why someone's personal life should affect right. well, what's his life. job that's how the public thing that is matters. it that's, yeah it's a yeah. reflection on the company they should have put more context when it came on to yeah. that but still oh, can you imagine even if it's someone who's like a host of a TV show and say that they cheated on their significant other 
Do you mm-hmm. see them losing their job? That's ratings gold. It, mm-hmm. right? well, that's ratings gold. Yeah. I mean, Let's be real. Is I think publicity. it depends. Billy Bush got that. fired for just listening to Donald Trump. Yeah, people get fired yeah. for a lot of ethical things. For, yeah. Even mm-hmm. studio heads get fired for things that they do. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It's kind of a sticky situation. But we've seen it. We've seen people get fired, though. Yeah, I think yeah. it depends on the extent of the infidelity, yeah, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think just it being your sister is what, like, okay, yeah, you gotta go. That's, right. I think that was the, the, the So compared to straw- E was like, we can't even have this under our umbrella. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people were like, what was he supposed to say or do? But either way, he got fired over it. So when yeah. you put it in that regards, if it's like, we can't have anything to do with this, and mm-hmm. someone needs to be fired. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of get it. I was kind yeah. of, well, yeah, I was annoyed. I just wish that Julia owned it sooner. I understand the shock that goes into it, but I guess for me personally, I have a hard time empathizing for her because my immediate mindset is fix it. I'm a fix it girl. I don't like to dwell on things. Mm. So I wish she would have owned it faster instead of sitting on it and dwelling and making time go by, go Mm -hmm. by, go by, because it just makes you look like you're ashamed. Mm -hmm. And I would have just immediately said, yeah, I didn't know he was my brother. Things happen. Mm -hmm. Move on. What did you guys think about it? I thought she should have actually done a play-by-play. What do you mean a play-by-play? I met a guy and I hooked up with him. Mm -hmm. Then, this much time later... This whole scandal came out with my dad, oh, and that guy walked in the door. Right. Yeah. Then found out he had a wife. And then <laughs> his wife was with him. And I like. I yeah. think if people would have understood, she really wasn't doing anything intentionally wrong yeah. or weird. She had no idea. That's and so also, weird. let's not forget that they might not be the only pair of siblings. Cause that, how that's many, true. How many children has he... Do we have a number? Hundreds. No. Uh, he, Hundreds. They said like du- like more in the than same had- city. Yeah, I mean, think oh, about God. that. Mm-hmm. They might not be the only brother and sister that have yeah, had a snare definitely like this. Definitely not. And there are siblings who do this by choice. So, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's a good turn. <laughs> oh my gosh, Joe Dirt. Whoa. <laughs> I'm your sister. Um, <laughs> disgusting. Okay, but I think it's also the fact that Julia just had to prove herself to the board that she was capable of running the clinic, and I think that. That's even more reason why she should have just owned it faster to show that she can be a leader mm-hmm. within the business. What do you think, Princess? Hashtag Wincest. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I really felt for her. This is the first time I kind of felt for her because I don't think, um, other than the people who choose incest that you <laughs> mentioned, I think by and large most people wouldn't <laughs> do that by choice. And since the right. Beckley thing just came out, I, I think if I had seen that headline, I would think, oh, she wouldn't have chosen to do that Mm -hmm. it's because she didn't know like to me I felt like she just had to bear this undue burden like if people were thinking I I, I just have a hard time believing that that's how the public would really respond to something like this who's going to knowingly hook up with their brother and married brother at that but definitely brother so I don't I don't know other than the people who choose it they're, they're out there. Why you gotta keep looking at me because <laughs> you brought it up. I'm you just, brought it up, I'm bro. Just saying, own it. Out there. Look, we're talking about <laughs> owning there's it. Probably, there's probably some TV shows that that showcase this stuff. Okay, it's freaking weird. Okay, but also I'm not even gonna save this for predictions. What if she ended up being pregnant and it was her brother's? 
That's oh, oh, we gotta go. That's okay. all yeah, for that's today's episode. Not think Good night, like, everybody. Didn't even yeah. get to that point. Y'all I mean, thought I was twisted, but you know what? Yeah. I was thinking when I watched them hook that I was thinking, is he wearing a condom? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! You know, I think she gets a that when I watch like, these It has three heads. Me too. <laughs> oh my god! Because these apps, like, and they did it in a bathroom. So, yeah. like, if you do it in a bathroom, you might do it You're without screwed. a condom. That yeah. poor wife. <laughs> I would be, I would feel so, I felt for her too. I would feel some kind of way, all yeah. kinds of violated. But I don't like Ugh. when they only get mad at the freaking mistress or whatever. Well, you she know? didn't only get mad at him. She kicked him out the, uh, at oh, her. She kicked him out the house and all That's that right. stuff. Yeah. Forgot I mean, it was part. misplaced anger for sure. Right. Like, well, there's, go ahead. I was just say she was kind of assuming that she knew that, that Julia she knew he oh, was married and yeah. that he was her yeah. brother and all this stuff. It was like, <laughs> A lot of assumptions. Well, we have a lot of infidelity in this show because Edie and Amanda are getting steamier oh and steamier. Really quick, who likes Amanda? Do y'all like her? I don't Character. know yet. Mm, no. I no, don't. I don't trust her. I don't, I don't I, trust her. Either. Okay. I think she's adorable. I think she's so cute. <laughs> As a human yeah. being outside of this show, she's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but her character just seems real shady. lascivious and shady and like, uh, like ill intention. Yeah, me too. See, oh I God. thought that I definitely said that last episode that I didn't trust her intentions. But after seeing her reaction when the very first scene when they were in the in the room with the judge and they were talking about Leon and she was just gazing at Edie, not really paying attention to what was going on, like, oh, you're you're catching feelings, you're falling. Mm-hmm. And then when Edie's saying, you know, we can't do this, of course that lures Amanda in even more because she sees it as a challenge. So I don't yeah. know. It, it's hard to decipher whether it's love or lust mm-hmm. right now. So I can't really say. I have a hard time trusting people who cross professional ethical boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, Leon mm-hmm. did the same thing. So even if she does have feelings for Edie that are genuine, mm-hmm. I I just have a hard time trusting anyone who's willing to do that, who's willing to not just put your license on the line, but also their license on the line and jeopardize the people that you're defending. I just... But if it's a mutual risk, though, what's the problem? But she's trying to representing people. Yeah. Like, it's not really... It's not even about them. It's, it's, it's bigger than them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she's over here trying to convince Edie. Because Edie keeps... At least she's now trying to bring up the fact that she's married, whereas mm-hmm. in previous episodes we mentioned, mm-hmm. she didn't really bring that up at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, in this episode, we saw that she's like, no, I'm a married woman, I'm professional, whatever, whatever. And Amanda's, like, trying to get her yeah. to Which, to me, is cave. disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. why I, I like. just feel like she doesn't respect... Obviously, she doesn't respect her marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously. But she doesn't even respect her, her words. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. she's saying, I don't think this is best for me. And she's straight up like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to keep pursuing you, which I don't like point. that in mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Like, regardless if she's attracted to her or not, once someone says, yeah. I'm married and I have these boundaries, like, mm-hmm. halt. 
Yeah, especially since she knows that Edie is struggling with really figuring out what exactly she wants. Right. Yes. What she should be. Sexuality. Yes. What Mm. she should be saying is, if you ever get a divorce, and if this is something you're interested in, call Mm -hmm. me. Otherwise, I'll see you in the courtroom. Absolutely. I agree. Point. Respecting a no. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a good point. Dude. Hashtag me too. (laughs) Respect it. Yeah. I just think that Edie keeps on saying, this is the second or third time I've heard Edie say, I'm happily married to the greatest guy in the world. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think she keeps saying it because she's trying to convince herself. Yeah, for sure. She definitely is. You can see the difference in her face, in her emotions that she's showing literally on her face when she's with Tim versus Amanda. And it's Mm -hmm. just... Night and day. Mm-hmm. And how funny that when she came in all glowing, her mom was like, are things I thought better? That I thought yeah, I noticed that. It's interesting. So speaking of her mom, Edie approached her mom about the truth about Leon. And she finds out that Leon has played a major financial role in her life that yeah. she had no idea. She got this Young Leaders Scholarship when she was younger, and it was something she was so proud of. And then she found out it was actually just a little nest egg Leon put to the side. Mm-hmm. So it really hit a soft spot within With Edie. Me. And I want to know, do you guys think that her reaction was fair, or do you think she was being dramatic? For sure. I think that's fair with being the type of person that she is. I don't think that Dr. Beckley did it to help her. I think he did it to help himself, knowing mm-hmm. that, okay, well, I mess- I did what I shouldn't have done. I messed with this stuff scientifically, so let me at least like give her the money, but I know she's not going to take it, so I'll give it to her in a scholarship. And the way he went about it is just so shady. Mm-hmm. He didn't even try and approach her, nothing. He just completely kept everything a secret, aside from her mom knowing, which is a little sketch as well. Well, but I think she reacted <laughs> the right way. I personally think the mom and him had an agreement. I think me she's too. the mm-hmm. one example that he was like, "Would you like me to do I, this?" And I she agree. Like, I think she was the story. You can just tell she's mm-hmm. not mad. She loves him. They've had this like long family friendship. Mm-hmm. She's okay with him paying for her child's college. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like a pretty hefty I like think, family yeah, friend. I'd be the only okay person that wasn't <laughs> that was aware thus far. Right? You said who was who, who was, was aware? Okay, because Roxy's parents suspected it, but they weren't sure. Mm-hmm. Julia definitely didn't. I mean, uh, not didn't know, but like, it seems like she was the only person that knew about it and was okay with it. Like you said, so mm-hmm. maybe they did have some sort of. Mm-hmm. She was yeah. the test. I mean, I feel I like even, she was the first one to get that done. I even said in the end of the first episode, I kind of wonder if they had an affair. Yeah, like yeah. I yeah. wonder I if she was conceived. That. The old-fashioned Yeah. Way. The fact that they're mm-hmm. so close Maybe. in age as well, I feel like I agree with you there. Because she has this weird understanding about him. We all love the mom, right? I love her. Yeah. Like, we love Edie's mom. I yeah, like her. She's cute. She just has this, like, she's different. real, like, whatever will be, will be attitude. I Like, she's okay with it. Mm-hmm. Most people would not be. Ugh. I can see that. I want to know if, if... Julia's mom knew. Me too. I just that's a huge. That's a huge thing for me because they were friends, best friends. Writers, please tell us more about Julia's mom. Yeah, Yeah. dying to know. We're officially requesting it. (laughs) And I think it's even more strange that they continued to have a relationship after Edie was born. So because Edie was like a second daughter to him, Mm -hmm. and that's I I could see the fair thing, but I don't want to put Edie's mom in that light. But it does make sense. But I can't imagine his wife 
And then her best friend has a baby. And that's just what it is. I'm mm. assuming that Edie's dad or who she thought was her dad was white because Edie is clearly biracial. Mm-hmm. But if he's a black man, then it's kind of like, okay, yeah. well, who's the pappy? Writers, like, please mm-hmm. tell us more about Edie's dad. Yeah. But didn't we know that Edie was um, an IVF baby or did we not know that? I don't know. I don't think that's been addressed. Yeah. Okay. They, I don't I, remember. Maybe we should ask about. the fans. If anyone knows that answer, yeah. did we miss something? I don't think that's been addressed to the best of my knowledge. You know, it's interesting. I feel like women have this intuition. Like, we know when someone is unfaithful. So I feel like the mom probably did know, now that mm-hmm. you brought that up. But I wonder if it was a victim, situ- or like, like she felt powerless, which is what he tends to mm-hmm. do Make, to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so, he's so manipulative. Very he's such yeah. a master manipulator. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what his intentions ever are, because maybe this, sometimes they do fall on the side of like good intention, mm-hmm. or maybe they're just all ego strict, you know, stroking because he's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, more than anything, he's definitely Some very serious narcissist. Yes, right. he is serious. And the episode is called Notorious AF because every episode is something AF, AF, which I think is hilarious. And I feel like they were probably talking about Dr. Beckley in this case because he's just notorious for being manipulative. Yeah. That's my thought on that. I want to know really what is. his motives were for do, having that whole reminiscing time with Edie when they were at his house. Because I felt like he was being manipulative in some type of way, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't say what he could gain from that. I think, yeah, I don't want to... From calling her a lead? Wait, which part? Just like the very beginning when they were at at his house and he Mm -hmm. was saying, oh, you remind me of me. And I remember when you were younger, you argued a lot Mm -hmm. at the dinner table. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, first of all, you're getting charged with sexual assault. Let's, Mm -hmm. Let's start right there. You're not taking these charges seriously at all. You're there talking about childhood memories and pity parties and trying to reconnect mm-hmm. with all of these daughters you're not you're not handling anything appropriately and yeah. i'm trying to figure out for the life of me why are you taking this time with Edie when she's handling yeah. your case and i think that's exactly childhood. why i think he's trying so hard to get her to actually represent him in the way where she truly believes everything mm-hmm. he says mm-hmm. so he's sitting there mm-hmm. saying like he's oh, that manipulative yeah he's okay. like oh you're you've always mm-hmm. been good. this great leader and mm-hmm. he knows that these are things the she case, wants to hear yeah he's like you all your cases were good but there was yeah. that one case uh-huh. where she really was like the pro bono emotional. One. yeah mm-hmm. yeah right so yeah that's actually really insightful. I wonder that if is. he knew that she was going to dig deeper into it. Yeah, and, the way she out, thinks. Like, the way, like, by, by bringing this up, I wonder if he wanted her. I, I don't, I just don't trust him. <laughs> I think part of me feels like, whether he's a narcissist or not, mm-hmm. which I think we all kind of think he is, I think it would be very normal for him to have this girl in his life that he knows he's the father of, for him to be, have an emotional investment in her. Mm-hmm. Like, it would make yeah. sense that now that the cat's out of the bag, he would want to connect with her. But why not just say that? Why go through the, I've been following your career for a long time. I think, creepy route. Like, I think it's because he's probably lived a life as a manipulator for so long that he doesn't oh, know yeah. how to be yes. genuine. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's true. And I that's think fair. when you create your, you, when you, you create a persona 
and you just lose completely who you are. Right. Because he looks at himself as this life giver, this mastermind. That, mm-hmm. Like, let's be real. He doesn't... Playing tr- God. Yeah, playing God. Yeah. Even though he doesn't really want to say it because he loves to say, I don't think I'm God, but you do think you're a God. Yeah. Right. And that's you manipulating again because mm-hmm. you know people are going to compare you in that way, but you don't want to yeah. seem big-headed. Yeah. Like, let's be real. He doesn't even trust his daughter to really run the clinic. That's why he's skating around with Isaac, with Isaac doing right. shady stuff. And I wrote down that he said a lot of people would have gotten hurt if I told you when he was talking to Edie. But I'm sitting here like, who's a lot of people? Well, is that her, her, dad. her mom and her dad? her dad? Or her dad, I mean. Her dad. And his wife at the time, maybe? Yeah. Maybe. You know? That's or it could have Andrew, come out yeah. what he was doing to patients at the mm-hmm. time. That's what. That's how I took it, too. Yeah. Like it, it would have blown up a lot so earlier. Then, if that's true, though, then she couldn't have been the first. You know, like, there had to have been multiple. So I, I suspect know. she was the first. I feel like she was the first. It makes yeah. sense. That's what I said. Or, I don't know. Well, I kind of think early. they might have had an affair. She might I have really, been I think so, way. too. Oh so especially gosh. since the brother is about their age, roughly. So yeah. that might have been he a love child. busy. But then, if she would have, or if they would have had working the affair that year, then that wouldn't be considered the first, back to that. So I'm like... Back and forth. Mm-hmm. We need backstories. This is here. what makes me frustrated yeah. about the show because there could have been so much that could lead up to this that would answer these questions for us. Because mm-hmm. we were talking about what are the odds of this continuing and how far can you carry out this story? And I feel like there could have been so much potential if there was more context before you just already put everything out in right. episode one, two, and three. Well, mm-hmm. and that might be why we get a second season. Mm-hmm. But how much more could... Well, we'll. I guess we'll see. The whole second season is just us with <clears throat> watching flashbacks. Yeah, oh, okay. That'd be great. Maybe it turns into, like, yeah. this is us. This is us, right? <laughs> yeah. So let's jump straight into special segments where we have DNA Dominoes. Love that name. Take it away, Who Bethany. do we have this time, Bethany? All right, guys. For this. this episode of DNA Dominoes... You guys might know of a little actress named Blake Lively. Mm-hmm. I heard of her. She's kind of popular. <laughs> I think she had a baby recently. Yeah, so. three. No, but recently. Sheesh. What she does. Like her second job. Well, she is the younger half-sister of Robin Lively. What? Who was in Teen Witch and um, Karate Kid. And she's actually done a lot of stuff. Teen yeah, witch. they like yeah. accompany each other on red carpets and stuff. I didn't know this. Aww, I thought it was really cute. cute. Yeah, I didn't know that either. They're actually. total yeah. opposites. It makes yeah, they sense. Don't look alike. Something really interesting to me about them is so they share the last name Lively. So mm-hmm. no multiple choices here, <laughs> but they share a mother in common. But they have different dads. But they what? both took their mom's name. Oh, oh that's yeah. cute. Cute, cute. I'd What's love a cute to know name? More about that. It, it is. is a cute name. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I do. Very energetic name. <laughs> they are polar opposites. Like, I can't right? get over this. I know. I'm I trying know. to find a similarity. I can kind of see it. They both look like they have Irish in them or something of that mm. nature. Yeah. Um, so, I guess at Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds' wedding, uh, Robin, the sister, wore a blue tutu and had like a <laughs> necklace made like from her original teen witch movie and she like did a dance and threw it at Blake and Ryan. Yeah, they're cute. Oh, so they're really close. Yeah, sounds like they're close, which is super adorable. Aw, well thank you for that. So now I have a nice bright red head to look forward to seeing on the next red carpet with with Blake. Yeah. That's so cute. I love that. Accompanying her, yeah. (laughs) 
Let's get some news and gossip. It's time, guys. Miss Lucero. I love these. I just need to let it play out. Okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, so, I have a little a little story for you guys. Not really a story. I've got a couple little tidbits for you. So, Amanda's character, who is played by Victoria Cartagena, uh, basically, TV Overmind did a little article on her sharing 10 things you didn't know about Victoria. So, I'm not going to list all 10. But we'll start off with, like, top four that I I chose from this little list. So one that I thought we would all get a little laugh out of is that she loves working with fellow women. Okay. Shocker. Amanda loves working with women. (laughs) So that We won't read too deep into that. (laughs) She said that in 15 years of acting, she never really had the privilege of working with women. So that working on this show in particular... She thought it was really fun that this show is uh, really appreciating women and, you know, showing them as boss women. So it's cool to cool. it's cool to see that part of it. Um, then she also shared an embarrassing story, which I thought was really funny. She's basically she was going on a walk. She saw this guy who looked like he was giving out free cakes. So he was standing in front of a cafe. And so she stopped by and grabbed one and ate it. Um and then they laughed. The people around laughed. And so she she's like, what's going on here? And then they, she realized he wasn't an employee of this cafe. He was just handing... He was holding the cakes for his family. And he was waiting for his family to come back to give it to them. Yeah. And she took the cakes from this guy. I don't know how she didn't realize, but... Wait. I thought it was great. And he just stood there. Yeah, he and- just... <laughs> she said she offered to pay for it, and they were like, no, you know what? Like, it, it's funny. Just whatever. It's fine. So... Okay. That's an... You know, that'd be my embarrassing story as well if I did that. So. Okay. Also, she's a Penn State graduate. We yes. Love, we love an educated woman. And one last little tidbit right here is that she's an introvert. So her grandmother and cousins were around her a lot when she was growing up. And, you know, they would laugh at her jokes. So it's like me growing up. That's the only two people that would laugh at my jokes. (laughs) My mom. (laughs) That's it. I only got one. (laughs) But uh, basically that's how she became a little bit more confident and ended up acting from there. So that's all I got, guys. I thought she was very cool. To read about. She's adorable. Yeah. yeah, she's so cute. You guys she's have the same cute. glasses. Oh first of yeah, all. true. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> my well, no- my nose holding them up isn't as cute as hers. Okay, I really like her though. I agree. So we have some time, and I need to know what predictions do you guys have cooking? I'm gonna save my. <sighs> okay, now, so. You're after Buzz TV. See, I always need to let it play out. I love it. Okay, so my little question to you guys is do you think Isaac and Roxy are going to be a thing or Isaac and Julia are going to be a thing? I think we need to make teams. I'm just going to say it right now. <laughs> okay. You first. <laughs> um, I, Gosh. Yeah. Julia. Yeah. I'm yeah. team Julia too. So am I. Ah! Yeah. Poor Roxy. I'm team Julia too but I want him <clears throat> to want Roxy because she wants him so bad. Like you could, she's putting so much effort but he's just not into it. <laughs> you can't yeah. be so thirsty. Right. Yeah, you can't. So what's the predictions? Well, I guess Is that's that your prediction. I guess that's my prediction then, Isaac and Julia. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I think that Roxy working with this new young lady is going to be transformative. 
And my hope is that she will go from being um, the most needy to being the the strongest, to being the most healthy. Mm. So that's my hope for Roxy. Nice. That was nice. That's a good one. Thank you. Beautiful. (laughs) That's prophetic. That's not just a prediction. I love it. Um, So I have a few. But yeah, Isaac and Julia. I also think the probability of a pregnancy would be just super interesting. Um, Not one that goes to fruition, though, maybe. That was dark. (laughs) Anyways, um, on cheerier notes, I think Roxy's going to start training girls and start a gymnastics school. I like that. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to find herself a new new purpose working with kids and raising up the next generation and coaching. And maybe she'll be an Olympic coach as well. Mm -hmm. I can see that. I was thinking about that during the show, so I could definitely see that. So, I think that Julia is going to start falling for Isaac a little bit, and then she's going to find out that Isaac's been sneaking around with Leon, and then there's going to be this big betrayal, oh, yeah, right. and it's going to be super dramatic. I'm here for it. I predict episodes. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I think Isaac is going to start falling for her eventually, but not as soon as she does. And then I also think that... Tim is going to find out the truth about yes, um, Edie. Edie. Uh-huh. But I feel like she might come out and tell him. Right. That was one I don't of think it's going to be like a thing where he walks in or he finds out. I think she's going to tell him. Yeah. And he's going to go to Julia for comfort and they might have sex. Oh, she's going all the way. But will it be revenge? Yes. Okay, it's going to be it. it's going to be just in the moment, you're vulnerable Heated. type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope not. That, was that would cause so thing. much damage in the sisterhood. It would, but uh-huh. look, I'm looking for a season two, and if you guys need ideas, then <laughs> boom, I just gave it to you. You're welcome. Give me my credit. <laughs> All right, that was our show. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. This was amazing. I had so much fun with my sisters from another mister. <laughs> Ladies, where can they find you guys? Perfect timing. Right? <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Bethany Jean. You can find me at Bethany Jean Official. That's Bethany with an I-E. And you can find me at Jess Lucero live on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Princess Carol, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at PrincessCTV. And you guys can find me, I am B underscore Cheyenne, C-H-I-A-N-N-E. And you can also catch me on 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 days, in about like five minutes. So thanks. <laughs> See you next week. See you Bye. Guys. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.